Welcome to the Dating After Divorce podcast. I'm your host, Shade Curry, and I believe every divorced woman deserves a romantic relationship where she feels safe, loved, and cherished. You can create the most amazing life after divorce, and I will teach you how. everyone. Welcome back to the Dating After Divorce podcast. Today's episode, I would like to talk about creating a list. Now, this is a pretty popular tool. A lot of women have a list of what they're looking for in their partner and they kind of like, you know, write out what they want. Um, and that's a tool, sort of like a little guidance system to figure out who's right for you. Now, this sometimes works. Sometimes it doesn't work. There's a lot of advice out there about what to do with the list or how to have a list or whether or not to have a list. You know, people are like, oh, if you have a list, then you won't give a good guy a chance or all of this, the things on your list are keeping good guys away. Others are like, oh, it's, you know, just keep it to five essentials or keep it super basic and be flexible. But what I want to talk about today is the fact that while I do use a list with my clients, and I'll tell you a little bit more about it in a bit, the point is not the list. The list itself is not a silver bullet. It's not um, a formula where if you have a list, then you will find the perfect spouse, right? The list itself is not what creates success in your dating journey, The idea of the list is that it is a tool that helps you understand the elements that you need in a partner. It's just a way of setting your intention, setting your vision, exploring what it is that you are looking for in a way that's actually effective. So you can have a list that has qualities on it that lead you away from what you're actually looking for. Um, an example is some lists that I have looked at or worked with my clients through that they build based on their ex. So sometimes a client will come to me and already have a list. They're like, oh yeah, I have a list of, I don't know, 25 items. And as I begin to explore the list with them, I find out, I find out that what they did was they looked at their ex and all the terrible things that their ex did or all the things about him that they didn't like. And then they just wrote down the opposite of that on a sheet of paper. And then it's sort of like, okay, if I find a person who doesn't do all of the things that my ex does, then I will have a partner that I like. But that isn't necessarily the truth, right? Um, Humans are complex and you could have a person who has a lot of the characteristics of your ex, maybe works in the same industry, the same height, build, maybe even the same uh, basic personality or uh, personality type, Enneagram number or MBTI type, who is a completely different human being. So um, not all lists are created equal. A list based on your ex, you know, creating like the opposite of your ex does not necessarily work. Sometimes you have a list of just like five or six items that you think, I just want this person to be kind, to be loyal, to be trustworthy, to be a good provider, you know, just kind of like the basic minimum requirements of human decency. And then we think that that's enough. But here's the thing. You are a unique human being. Like you have things that are specific to you that your partner needs to match in order for you to have 
um, a partnership that works. So the list itself needs to be looked at with kind of like a very nuanced view. You need to create it with a lot of understanding of what it takes to maintain a long-term relationship, what it takes to build a marriage or a long-term partnership, um, specific characteristics that are based on who you are, that your partner needs to match or needs to be willing to accommodate or, um, the life that you're living is another thing to think about. What is the life that you're living now? Right. Um, what is the life you're going to be living in five years, in 10 years, in 15 years? And how does your future partner need to show up in order to be compatible with you? Right. How does he need to show up or what kind of personality does he need to have in order for you to feel safe opening up? Right. That's going to be super unique to you, right? To your personality. What feels safe to you is not going to be the same thing that um, another woman would feel safe around. So, um, my personal philosophy as a coach, how I work with my clients is that we do create a list, right? We sit down and we work on a list and no woman's list is the same. In fact, a lot of times I will give them the worksheet and be like, okay, go create a list, come back next week. Let's talk about it. And often we have to delve deeper into the list. I find a lot of women have uh, qualities on the list that are just the basic requirements for a decent human being. But because they've been in an abusive relationship or had an ex that was just really not a good human, right? Not a kind human. The What they ask for is so minimal and isn't enough to really rise up to the life that they want to live. Like these are women who are um, ambitious and making an impact in the world and creating huge things in the world and are building this future that is amazing. And then I look at their list and it's like, well, I want him to be kind and be decent and I want him to have a good job and, you know, to get along with other humans. And I'm like, well, that's, that should be anybody, everybody in your circle, anyone in your life should have all of these qualities. How do we extend this list to really reflect that one person, that one partner that, um, mirrors the life you want to live, that mirrors the depths of love that you want to experience and the depths of love that you have to give, right? That vision that you have for this partnership, how do we identify the qualities of a man who would really live up to that, right? Um, and so this stretches my clients a lot, like digging into that stretches them a lot. And we really sit with um, them getting to know themselves, um, often by the time we do this exercise, we've done the work for the, of self-discovery for them to really know what they want and the life that they want to live. And so then we then take that and say, okay, who's the man who needs to show up for this life? Another mistake that I find that people make with their list is that um, they create a list that is unrealistic. So you can have a, a short list of six items or you could have a long list of 50. Well, my list was like 59 items when I created mine. And my husband actually matches up to like 98% of what I had on my list. You could have a super long list, but if your list is contains elements that are like based off of like romance movies or, you know, this romanticized ideal of a man that doesn't really exist in the world, it won't help you find the right person. And so sometimes they come with that list 
And some of the things on the list, I remember one client and I forget exactly the words that she used, but it was sort of like this unconditional, this man would be like unconditionally loving and love her at all times. And I'm like, listen, sis, (laughs) that man does not exist. (laughs) You can have a man who truly loves you, but he's going to be human. And there are some things about you that are going to annoy him. He will get annoyed. (laughs) He will have the full range of human emotions. And there are things about him that will annoy you as well, right? He's not going to be a robot who is going to show up in some kind of telepathic way where he can somehow read your mind and your mood 100% of the time and always show up in the way that makes you 100% happy 100% of the time. That does not exist, right? That does not exist. Even our phones don't do that. Our phones are machines and they're computers and they are customized to the individual who owns the machine. And every once in a while, your iPhone is going to show up for you in a way that you don't like, right? So how much more human who is a universe unto themselves, they have their own thoughts, they have their own feelings, they have their own desires, they have their own moods. No matter how wonderful that person is, they are not going to be perfect, So I always work with my clients to really look at their list and say, okay, what's realistic? What's not realistic? And this is the other, the flip side of having a list that is too basic. So like I said, you know, it's not unrealistic to expect someone to be kind and honest and transparent and loving and a good human in many ways, but that's like where we're starting from. And then we want to take that to the next level of who you are in the life that you're living, but not create an idealized, romanticized, um, Prince Charming uh, profile of a man who doesn't exist in the world. And like that way, then you're like dismissing every single person that comes your way. And so this work is, it's like, there's no, again, there's no formula. Uh, This is why I I do a lot of like one-on-one client work or I, you know, really walk my clients in the academy through the details of how to do this. And we review their lists over and over again until they find one that really feels good to them. One of the ways that I know that my clients have really gotten it and they have clarity around their list and what they're looking for is that they feel super excited to meet this person. Like they can visualize this person. They can see him. They can see how he would show up in their life they can see how he would show up in on, on a Sunday morning, he, how he would show up on a Friday night, how they would interact on a daily basis, how their life would work. Now, of course, the reality is going to be somewhere, give or take, of what that picture is. But the goal is to create that clarity so that she can start to say, okay, where would I meet this person, right? Or when she's on a date and she's looking at a guy and they're having this conversation, she has a clear idea of how close or how far away the individual she's interacting with is to her ideal partner. And sometimes a client will have an ideal partner list and then meet someone who shows up in a way that maybe doesn't match up exactly to what she has, but energetically based on her interacting with her list, this person shows up with a different set of characteristics, like maybe a different place in life, like, oh, maybe he has children when she wanted someone who didn't have children. Like the external characteristics are different from what she expected, but the person's 
energy and their emotions and their interaction with her completely match up to what she was looking for. And in that case, of course, (laughs) it's not about the list. You're not going to marry the list. You're going to marry a human. So if you meet someone who then energetically shows up like what you dreamed of, but doesn't quite meet the external characteristics, they always are like, oh, of course, this is what I was looking for. I just thought it would look different. It, it, it came in a different package. It came in a different setting. It came uh, in a different way than I expected. And you 100% know when that happens and you're not bound to your list. It's not about the list. It's about the human that's in front of you. You have to have enough clarity and enough awareness and enough understanding of the relationship that you are looking for in order to be able to properly evaluate the one human who is sitting in front of you so you can decide if they are for you. So I did this because I'd I'd gotten a couple of questions around um, whether people should have a list. This is definitely work that we go deeply into in the Dating After Divorce Academy and also in my one-on-one practice. So if you are interested in exploring your own list and how you can um, amplify it to accelerate your journey to the partner that you are looking for, I want to invite you to schedule a consult call with me so that we can talk about it and see if this work is for you. Well, actually, this work is for you. If you are listening to this podcast and wanting to be repartnered or remarried after your divorce, then for sure this work is for you. So book that consult call with me. The consult call is free. And then we can talk about what it would look like to work with me. Thanks for your time and attention today. I appreciate it. As always, I will see you next time. Thanks for listening today. If you are ready to get married after divorce, I want to invite you to download my free eight video training specifically designed to help divorced women date with ease and get married again. Head over to shadecurry.com to get started. That's S-A-D-E-C-U-R-R-Y.com. I'll see you inside.